Welcome to episode 318 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. Just a couple of weeks left now in the year. I hope the mince pies are baked, the shopping is bought from Tesco or wherever else, and you're all ready for Santa arriving. So I wanted to uh, record this podcast for you because it's an interview with two of our lovely clients, Leah and Teresa Durant. Um, We have interviewed them once before and a lot's happened in the world of Rod (laughs) in the last just over a year. So Leah and Teresa, um, back in December last year, just before Boris locked us all down again, uh, moved their business from Kent up to the Lake District. Um, Some people may say a very brave move and they went fully remote and they've had a pretty pretty special year. So we thought it'd be a great idea for you, nothing about marketing this one, but we thought it'd be a good idea to interview them and you get a sense of what really is possible when you set some intentions. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. So Lee, Teresa, welcome back to Superfast Group Podcast and thank you for taking some time today. Can you believe it's almost two years since we were in a similar situation having a conversation like this and who would have known what was about to happen? It's crazy. No, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? Um, We've locked down and come out the other side and the world has changed. Um, so much is different. <laughs> it is. And also what's different as well, literally in the last 12 months is, you know, where resource on demand is now based, where you are living. Um, you know, it's been an incredible year for the business. Um and, and I guess now, you know, not only do you live um, locally to your marketing team, I, that was very tough <laughs> to be closer to us, but I don't know, a few other reasons as well. Let's not forget, when we moved up here, you moved away a little bit, which was... Uh, well, I, I know, you weren't too offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you, you've moved to, you know, a different part of the country. Um, you know, as I say, the business is now fully remote. You've had an incredible year with, within the business. And, and I'm sure that there are many, you know, companies and recruitment business owners who are quite intrigued to hear more about your story. A, what made you do some of the, the things that you've done with the business and for yourself in terms of your, your own lifestyle? And, and how's it working? So, um, so are you ready to share some of your journey with us then? Yeah. Oh, we are. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. It's been a year. It's going it's to be one of those years where when we're a bit older and we look back over a glass of wine, we'll probably think, how the, how did that happen? Um, yeah. It's, a lot has happened in well, the two years since we last done one of these, but certainly in the last year has been uh, a lot of, um, I suppose, a lot of things that have been forced on us that we've twisted for a positive i'd like to think um but yeah it's been it's been a whirlwind isn't it the last 12 months yeah. i mean we're, we're, we're the kind of people anyway that always try to see an opportunity in whatever situation yeah. is sort of thrown at you and i think no one would have anticipated something like covid coming along but it has made us change our life completely it's changed the way we now run our business which i'm sure we're going to come to in a second um it's changed our you know output and philosophy around life as well because you know watching people being devastated across the country losing loved ones it does make you think about your values again and you know in in the the, the fact that life is so short, you need to grab it with both hands and you need to make the most of it. And sometimes being workaholic kind of people, you actually start to realise, well, you know, there are loved ones out there that are dying. Families have been devastated from COVID. Um, there needs to be more to life than just work. So it, it's kind of made us think about it mm. a lot differently. And yeah. the fact that we've now gone fully remote means that we've had, you know, been able to 
I suppose, realise a dream that we thought was for retirement, which was one day we'd love to live in the Lake District. And, and we, we can actually live that life now. Uh, yeah. It's not impacting the business in any way, you know, shape or form. In fact, it's had only positive, um, yeah. it, you know, influence on the business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, massive move, massive changes. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're absolutely. Nearly, nearly a year, aren't we? Nearly a year yeah. since we moved up here, which is also feel, feels strange because uh, still feels like we're kind of on holiday, doesn't it? Yes, we're um, waiting yeah. for the bubble to burst, mm. but it hasn't yet. <laughs> well, and, and I think you know when when you do move to um, to a holiday destination, and the Lake District is you know one of the most popular in the UK, isn't it? That um, you know, hopefully that that feeling will it will last for quite a while. Um, I, I you know, it's when when you were talking Teresa about you know when we were in the in the darkest of times, let's say, of the last couple of years with with COVID and. Um, I don't think there's going to be many people who have not been touched in some shape or form in terms of, you know, knowing families and, and, and friends and friends of friends who've been, um, you know, really harshly touched by everything that's happened and losing loved ones. Um, and, and of course, you know, that, that that's made a lot of people reflect on, you know, what they want to do with their lives, with their careers, with their businesses. Was there, a particular catalyst, you know, from everything that's happened that um, made you make that decision to make it happen now rather than wait for retirement, but, you know, make it happen now, move yourself, move the business. Was, was there something that was a real catalyst that you can both think about? And I think we can really pinpoint when the penny dropped for us. So obviously we were forced into a situation. It was a case of the work you know you work remotely or you don't work at all that you yeah. know that was forced upon everybody we were i suppose in a way very fortunate that when we set up the business you know back in 2007 we actually embraced cloud technology so for us to be able to move out of an office in a day's notice and just be able to work without any impact to the business was you know very fortunate for us as, as a business but i think as we started to have conversation with employees uh, there was, there's one particular person and I know that you know Paul um, mm -hmm. we were saying to him oh, just imagine you can work from anywhere and he's got this wonderful little place that he goes to with his wife they go and escape there for the weekend and we kept saying well you could actually go there and work from there if you want I think he was talking about wasn't he, he was talking about commuting there one day to the office we used to have and it's like oh that's gonna be a nightmare and, and this came along didn't it yeah. and, and we were saying to him you can you can move to the moon mate if you want and I think yeah. for us, hearing us say it to someone else made us think, hang on a minute, that we can go as well. So could we're, we? Yeah. We're kind yeah. of action people, aren't we? The minute that idea is, is in there, yeah. then so there's a list being created. Yeah. He's still um, thinking about it, but we've actually made the change. <laughs> you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> but we, yeah. do, we do encourage, I mean, one of our ladies as well was recently, she wanted to go away and see her family in Wales. And of course, because of lockdown, she wanted to go for a period of time. So yeah. she just decided I'm going to go and work there from the week so um you know there's so many benefits of people being able to go off on holiday but just take extended leave with family and still be able to be productive and work and I think for us that that was when the moment sort of hit home is actually we we could start to live that life that we wanted to have now you know who knows what's around the corner we wanted to enjoy the lakes while we were still young enough to you know go off and explore and I'm, I'm glancing over there because there's a mountain out the window <laughs> <laughs> go off and explore um so you know it's uh it's it's just a, it's an amazing opportunity i can't you know yeah can't believe so, how happy we've been so when when you 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 started having some of those conversations and you were you were thinking of of the move um how how did your team initially you know adapt to i, I guess the whole remote working before you made the move how you know how, how did they adapt initially? Well, um, um, well, I think, first of all, it was a novelty. Sorry, I'm yeah. jumping straight in. But I think it was a novelty for a lot of people at first. Um, mm. Work from home and sort of just log on. I mean, again, we, we had the systems in place anyway. So literally people could just log on straight away the next morning. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a novelty at first. Then I think the realisation cut in because I think people had been at home. They were starting to 
probably just get a bit jaded with the fact that they couldn't go out and see people. Um, yeah. And then I think after a period of time, people then started to realise the benefits they were getting off the back of it. So we've got one of our um, guys, he, he had a lockdown baby. Right. And he started to realise, actually, I'm, I'm there at bath times. I can go off and play with you know, my little son during the day. Um, right. He was taking part in you know, changing nappies and stuff like that. He would never have been able to have done that in an office. Yeah. And as people started to have their own experiences, like one of our ladies has run a half a marathon, she would never thought to do that. But her commuting time was spent on going out running and fitness and health. Wow. I think people have started to realise, actually, we could have this all the time. So it, yeah. it, it, in a way, it was a very organic process. We were quite, um, our situation was quite unique in that we were, obviously when Boris said what he said, everyone had to go and work mm -hmm. remotely. Um, but we had a situation with our lease where we could get out of it with one day's notice. I totally understand that there'll be some companies that were tied in. Yeah. three or five or even longer years and those companies may yeah. have felt that they had to go back so i think that situation for us made us think okay maybe i think initially we might have thought maybe we'll go back yeah there must have been a time and i'm trying to remember when it was where we we had that aha moment of what let's never go back to being in an office every single day and while we're at it let's move to lake street um yeah and i, I if I remember correctly, I, I, I think we might have been slightly more nervous to tell our employees about the move to Lake Street than we were our friends and family. Um, right. Because it meant for it would probably meant more for them. Obviously, we see our friends and family and stuff, but it probably mm. meant more in terms of, for them. That means we're not going to get an office. Yes. Uh, or the implications were greater. Yeah, and I think yeah. mentally we went through a process of maybe we'll do that that thing where we'll, we'll get some sort of shell of an office and pop back every now and then. And as time has skipped on, it's, I don't think we're. I don't think it's even on the table anymore. We we'll, we'll, you know, meet up every now and then, but the rest yeah. of the time we just we just crack on. Yeah, um, yeah. And and so you know, think thinking about you know clients and candidates. I mean, how have they responded then to this you know new fully remote resource on demand team and way of working? Doesn't really. I, I don't. I mean, I've never asked any of them, so I don't know for sure, but. Ooh. I don't see that it would make any difference because we weren't the sort of recruitment company that met candidates um, or even clients that often, really. Yeah. Um, so to them, we've always been phone, Zoom, um, yeah. occasional meeting in London, but that's about it. So yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't even know, apart from the ones that might have asked us, you know, but it's not like we, we had an office where people came and saw us. No. Really, the office yeah. existed just yeah. to house the recruiters who were on the phone and can now do that anyway. Yeah, I mean, there are some some people, I mean, the, the thing about recruitment is when you've been in, the, in it as long as we have, it, after a while, some of those candidates become, and also clients, become really close friends. Yeah. And we've had some really positive messages from people sort of via LinkedIn who, you know, when we started to put out on, on LinkedIn and places like that, that we'd moved offices, <laughs> or sorry, that we'd relocated just sending us really amazing messages saying you know it you know good luck and we wish you all the best and this is an amazing yeah. journey for you um you know just go out and enjoy your life it's just been really supportive so we we have had some really nice messages from people and quite a lot of people saying i really wish i could do what you'd done yeah and there are people out there saying if only i could go and move to where i, I you know i've always wanted to live in the lakes where i've always wanted to live in wales and yeah. uh, places like that so it, it's people saying i would like to be able to go and do what you you know what you've done yeah it's it's inspiring isn't it for sort of people to see well actually it's possible it it can be done and and i think sometimes well it gets people thinking everybody has different sets of circumstances but it but it also gets people thinking about if i had done it like Lee and Teresa, what would have to change? And just the fact that they start thinking about that begins to move people, you know, in in a direction towards it as well. So um yeah. the clients and candidates again, just um the, the the maybe a slight tweak that they might not have sub subconscious or consciously uh, been aware of is that the people that work for Rod now are mm. more, willing, more willing to ring them out of hours than they would have been in an um, so if you're in an office, it's nine to five thirty. Is how we worked with it. So the candidate yeah. client said, "Can you ring me at 6? And I'm not. I'm, there's no specific example of here, but I, mm -hmm. I would imagine 
of recruiters will think, no, I, I want to go home now. Um, whereas I know for fact now from speaking to some of the guys, they're more than happy to, to do, we have the flexible working there anyway. Um, yeah. they'll, they'll take a call or make a call at eight o'clock or 6.30, eight o'clock in the morning or 6.30 at night or even later than that. Yeah, yeah. From the client's point of view, maybe we're a bit more accessible than we used to be. Well, I know just, you know, chatting to the team myself recently that, you know, that that was a point that um, that was made that, you know, well, you know, hey, I, I can go to the gym, I can do my gym session. And if somebody's wanting to chat, you know, at 7, 7.30, then, you know, I'm, I can just jump on the system. It's there and, and I can have a conversation. And so, you know, yeah, you know, I, I picked that up as, as well. Um, I think there's a lot more give and take isn't there? Hmm. Um, I think sort of when you work in a, an office environment and it's very much sort of nine to six o'clock or whatever it is, it, it's almost like you're fitting your personal life in and around work. Whereas this yeah. one, it's almost like work fits in and around personal life. Yeah. And we, we kind of realised very early on because it impacts us as well, is that when you're asking people to work from home, there are other people in their household that they're interacting with. Yeah. It's impossible to, to hold down a nine to sort of six job when you've got other people coming and going so we yeah. we much realize that if we're asking people to work from their own homes we've mm. got to be adaptable and make sure that we can offer them the environment that fits in with their own you know their yeah. own yeah. Um, and that has meant that so people you know popping off to watch a little kid you know little kitty at school play or something mm. like that or popping off to the gym or even putting washing on it means the weekend is a much better quality as well because they're not yeah having to focus on those yeah, sorts that, of stuff that, come around, that might come around because we moved up to Lakeley Street and someone said to us you know you've got to take a, it might have even been you we've got to take advantage when it's um when the weather's nice you've got to take advantage and get out there so we're yeah. kind of sitting here looking out the window thinking oh, it's quite sunny today we should be out there um that train of thought led us to think we should do flexi time because if we want to go out and have a two-hour lunch it's nice we should, uh, be, we should yeah. offer that to the rest of everybody else yeah. um as long as you make it up, that's uh, yeah. you know later on. I mean, it, it links quite nicely. Just, just with um, maybe just expanding on that. You know, what what did you have to put in place then, just to support the team's transition? Because, um, you know, because I, I guess it's it's been evolving through the year as well, hasn't it? You know, as in you know re remote, but now flexi time, as you said. So, what else have you had to put in place? to support you know the well, fact i think it's important to say that i don't think we've got it perfect yet and yeah. probably it may never be perfect but i just think that the the, the small cons are far outweighed by the pros the benefits yeah. that people have got from their health from work-life balance just for being more present with their families yeah um, the things that we have had to put in place are, you know things like zoom calls it's more around the logistics of getting the the team together making sure that we can still be sociable we can still knowledge share and you know um swap ideas and, and collaborate so little things like having a whatsapp group for everybody so it's a quick point of communication during the day um more regular zoom meetings we still make sure that we do our, our sort of monthly team like individual review meetings yeah um, you know making sure that we've got more training online for people that are coming into the business um and i also think from a perhaps a hiring point of view we've had to change our whole recruitment process right about that differently how we market ourselves for you know towards potential employees so yeah. there's been some subtle shifts but i think on the day to day because mm. of the systems that we use um the fact that um you know we've got all of the information there it's very collaborative we've got tools in place that enable collaboration mm. that hasn't really changed um, right. so it, it's more just being a little bit more uh, actually i mean there are some really good things that have come off the back of it is actually time that we spend with people i think is a, a bit more focused right yeah because it's booked in the diary we have to otherwise when do people know when to join the zoom calls suddenly it's not you know conversations taking place in a corridor it's a proper let's sit let's work through these challenges you give them, the, yeah, you give them more of your attention don't you i mean in the in the yeah. office i'm sure the same with yourself people walking in when you're in your office they walk in and they want to ask you a quick question i was never very good at saying no so you kind of you're half doing what you're doing and half listening to them mm. so give me, give yes. me some attention and these morning meetings we have at nine o'clock 
they're much much better than what we used to do when we walked into an office yeah. at yeah. um, morning and shuffle off to your office and off you go whereas now i think we're it's much more pointed and much more what what's the plan for the day you know what, do you need yeah. anything i don't think we ever really did that on a day-to-day -day basis in the office we, we have what kind of one big meeting a week whereas now we're almost having one big meeting every morning yeah there's just no the distractions are not there at all in in the same way are they it's no no so much focus yeah you, you still kind of need to have some element of chit chat because that's what yes. brings the team together it's so, so it's, yeah yeah so the it's, we're still, I suppose, in some respects, getting used to the fact that you have to instigate those kind of conversations, whereas before they would yeah. happen a bit more naturally. It happen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, having to adapt in that way. Um, but again, it makes you think about it. So the Thursday afternoon chat, usually we just talk about rubbish. <laughs> it's just right. that's, me, that's the, water, the, the online water cooler slot. Then. Yeah, yeah, save it up. Yeah. It's Tuesday, save it. Save it for Thursday afternoon. <laughs> work sort of um, four day weeks and stuff like that. So Thursday afternoon is usually the time that everybody is there for the last time during the week. Right. So it just tends to be what's happening at the weekend, what you're up to, you know, what's your plans, that sort of thing. And then it just, you know, it, it, yeah. it just sends into an hour of just chaos for a little while. Yeah. But it's nice because people get to have, you know, some of that banter yeah. that we miss out on. So yeah. it, it has to be a bit more organised. I think that's that's probably one of the biggest challenges is we we realised early on we had to be more, more organised at those sorts of things. Yeah. But now that we've we've got into the rhythm of it, it, it doesn't feel like it's um, what's the word I'm looking for. It, it, it now starts to feel like it's more natural. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and just just building on that, um, what what would you say then are some of the other factors that have contributed towards the success of you know remote working for Rod and you know having this incredible year in still quite challenging circumstances. Oh, blimey. Um, what other things have contributed to it? That's, the marketplace we're in is really busy, so that helps in recruitment, I think. It's, yeah. it's, it went quiet for a little bit, yeah. if I remember rightly. Um, um, but within a, within a matter of a few months, it was back to it, the pendulum swung back, not only to the middle, but towards the other side again. Right. Um, and it's, it is. Because, maybe because, not just because of what we're going through, but one of the reasons, um, it, Salesforce and, and cloud, it's, it's it's more relevant than ever, really, with what's yeah. going on. So yeah. it's a really, really, really busy market, which obviously helps in recruitment. So um, that's definitely helped us have a, have a good year. The fact that we've switched our recruitment policy from local and, I suppose, inexperienced junior people because of where we were based, we are now looking for people with experience. It doesn't matter where they're based, as long as they're in the UK, um, yeah. they've got the right attitude, then those kinds of people can come into the business. And, and you said to find, if you know recruitment, you can pick up the technology speak quite quickly. Um, mm -hmm. So as a, it's quite exciting for the company moving forward that we're in a, a crazy growth market. Yeah, helps. Technically, the restrictions on growth for us, one of the main ones, was the location we, we we picked it it's not you know so we can't moan about it um we didn't want to go to london in it every day so we picked this particular part of kent mm. but it definitely hindered our growth in terms of finding people that, that knew how to do recruitment that's that's mm. gone now that barrier's yeah. been removed so i think those two things unless there's um, there's other things i'm missing probably yeah i mean and even from like a so obviously the different people that we can hire for but even <clears> the fact that we offer remote work and we offer flexible working kind of opens up the, the spectrum for you know like, like mums returning to work and things like that yeah, yeah. You know, it's made it a lot more accessible for them or any parent in fact to be able to juggle child care and you know and work life career um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, suddenly, again, you're you're expanding your horizons a little bit further there. And mm -hmm. it also means that in the future, we could potentially look at branching out into other countries as well. Um, so, you know, right. we're not sort of just determined by a local ge geographical location or just the fact that we're in the UK. We could actually start to look further afield anyway. Yeah. And being a recruitment company that has covered Europe and Dubai and places like that, that's quite an exciting opportunity. It and is. So it starts to attract a different calibre of client, uh, sorry, yeah. of, 
employee rather because they yes. can start to see the potential there yeah um, so so yeah there's been lots of other things I think that are starting to generate the the sort of success and and even just the people that we've taken on mm. you know I've got to give a little shout out because we've recruited three people now since going fully remote right. um, and you know we've had to change our recruitment process to make sure that we're finding the right people that are motivated to work from home mm. equally making it a success because yeah. they're living their best life possible um and that, that's great success stories because ordinarily they wouldn't have had that chance they would have been forced back into the office or you know um even stuck with traveling expenses even if you add that up in itself yeah, yeah. financially Absolutely. better off because they don't have to travel <clears throat> to an office so yeah yeah both financial benefits yeah absolutely yeah. also a little shout out to our marketing team which is yourselves yeah. your good selves because <laughs> you know we obviously relied on you a lot in in the early stages of the pandemic we probably didn't think about marketing but after a while we started to realize that we have to stay with your help of course i think it was your idea we have to stay relevant and front of mind but but without talking about jobs um so i think that's really helped position us in the market as a company that weren't going anywhere and we're there if you wanted to talk to us yeah with a few of the podcasts it was was your idea to just get out there so yeah. um it's always good to have a marketing company that, that that can can talk to you about a quick shift in maybe your your message that quickly. Actually, um, I, I want to add a point in because there there is one candidate that springs to mind in particular, and I won't say their name. No. Obviously, they're, they're not where we are <laughs> in the discussion. Um, but we we became almost like an agony aunt during lockdown, and people yeah. coming to us because the the message was you're still and you're still you know you're still working you're still trading you're still doing business as normal and that was specifically down to marketing there were so many companies that just shut up shop and i know that we were in danger of it at the beginning and you know thank you for sort of talking us out of that um but we made ourselves relevant with some of the round tables that we we've done with your help absolutely people saw us as like a little beacon of light in the darkness and they were coming to us yeah. it was like you're still there you know yeah nothing's changed and it was for months and months we were just taking phone calls from people just like we I just want to say talk to someone who's familiar yeah. who understands yeah. what we're going through and yeah. you know there are some people that we've had amazing messages off that have mm -hmm. said we're so pleased because we don't know how we would have got through that period without you and that well, is a knock-on effect from the marketing that you know you yeah. can continue to do for us well, well, I mean, you know, thank you for that. And, and I guess the reality, though, you know, as I as I was listening to you talk about that, because I, I remember you you saying at the time, you know, how people were reaching out to talk to you. You know, resource on demand, and you and Lee, you've you've always been, um, I guess, you know, business owners who have put a huge amount of efforts giving back, you know, from a charity point of view, and in a lot of other ways. And so, you know. I, I suppose just with a marketing hat on for a second, it was logical that you continued that giving, but it was done in a slightly different way because the need was a bit different, you know, but you've always been there for candidates. You've always been there for clients. I think that's always come across very strongly in your brand. And so it seemed like a logical thing to almost just continue with that message um you know and and it it worked super well you know with the with the round tables and you it was a it was an opportunity i guess for you both to share you know that wealth of expertise that you've built up over you know so many years with with the business um well, so, well we've, been, we've been through a few recessions absolutely so. yeah yeah so you know and get through it and, 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 right. and i think also you know being able to not make it about yourself and i think that's what we tried to do during that period because it wasn't about yeah. us um no. you know it, it was about them it was about their pain their journey that they were going through and yeah. just being able to be there for other people um you yeah. know yes our business was impacted but mm. in some respect 
what people were going through and the ability to be able to help them actually helped us because it kind of gave us a bit of a kick up the bum and said, right, come on, you know, we've got to push on through this. Yeah. Um, and we, we're quite strong-willed people. We're usually very optimistic. Um, and I think we could just bring that to the conversations that we had with people. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people have struggled ment- you know, with mental health through this period. Mm. Um, so, yes, it, it's it's been an incredible gift to be able to give that back, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The ecosystem that we are particularly yeah. proud to be working in yeah and something lee if i can just pick up on something that, that you mentioned earlier um you know you, you 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 talked about the fact that there was a point where you thought actually um maybe we we don't have an office even like um like a flexi office that you might you know just pop into every now and again I'm just wondering, at what point did you start to think that actually, you know, this remote working, the flexi working that you've that's now evolved into, that this is the way forward for you know not just Rod as a business, but but for your own lifestyles and you know what what you're wanting for for your future. At what point? I can't. I can't picture. I can't pinpoint one particular yeah. moment where we thought it. Uh, certainly. We talk to a lot of companies, a lot of our clients have always been remote. I mean, not the big, big boys, but there's a lot of the companies we recruit for that mm. are old consultancies and they've always had this remote model. And um, I don't know why, but I never really thought that was for us. I, I, I kind of grew up, yeah. Yeah, grew up in a, an office environment and a sales office should be this buzzy office, deals being done and high fives and all that cheesy nonsense. Um, and I don't, I don't suppose we would have ever done it if it, if it wasn't forced upon us. But having it forced yeah. upon us, um, and I've you know, been brutally honest as well, the, the r- ridiculous cost savings from having an office and all that sort of stuff, um, yeah. that helped. Um, I don't, and I, I don't really know if there's a particular moment where I can say, yeah, that's the day. And it was like, we're never, we're never going to go back to an office. Because, you know, yeah. even now we don't know for sure. But yeah, not not every day, certainly. But there's, no. the, there's the talk of a satellite, something or other here or there, maybe. But yeah. Um, the lifestyle we're, we're now leading is we like to be a bit um, a bit flexible, don't we? Well, a bit more spontaneous yeah. as well, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, I, I would say one thing, sort of just adding on to, to what Lee was saying, is we've always mm. been very open and transparent with our employees. Yeah. And we very much care about what they think about the direction that the business is going in and any changes uh, that we're thinking of introducing. I and mean, obviously, apart from the 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 obvious one, which was we were told we had to work remotely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Point after that, um, we've made a point of talking to the guys about what they've, you know, envisaged the, the business to look like moving forward. And mm-hmm. it's, it's come out of conversations where people are just saying, "You know what? I don't, really, I don't really care about whether we go back into the office. In fact, I'm quite enjoying my life right now, and you know, the, the flexibility that that gives me." Yeah. So we've gone from saying, "Well, we'll make sure we'll meet up once a month," to suddenly going, "Well, do we need to do that because we're on a Zoom call every day?" And even now, people go, "Well, I think that's a bit overkill." Right. So it's actually about listening to what people want within yeah. the business. It's much, you yeah. know, it's really easy for us to get caught up in what we think is right. Doesn't mm. necessarily right. And I think also digging deeper. So I mean, the people that worked for us in the office, there was a few of them. I think that we we thought for sure would want to go back to an office, and they actually said they didn't. But <laughs> right. it's then making sure that that's for the right reasons. And 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 for us, I mean, recruitment is one of those industries where it's quite easy to track whether someone's doing their job or not. Really, by and large, mm. APIs and, and yeah. placements and what have you. Um, so it was easy to very quickly flush out if someone was saying they don't want to go back to the office because they're, they're living, you know, they're, they're, work, they're working from home, but they're kind of not. Yeah. Um, not that we had any of that, but I, I know from speaking to these clients that we have how they remote manage people, which did help us, didn't it? Yeah. Speaking to those companies, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you remote manage. Um, yeah. in, many, in many ways, it's easier to remote manage than it is when someone sat opposite you, in my opinion, because you're not sitting there every day listening to the reasons and feeling sorry for them when it's in black and white. And you're not there. Not, you can look at the numbers and go, well, "It's not, you know, what is it you're not doing?" Yeah. It said to me once, um, and this is always stuck in my head, I suppose, and probably become more relevant when we started to work remotely. Was it's it's about data, not drama. Yes. So you can very clearly see whether someone is performing or not, and of course, we, we're still very supportive <clears> just because we don't sit 
near the uh, desk, we yeah, yeah. offer that same level of support. Mm. The beauty of it is you don't see the excuses that go go on. And actually, I would say that that has stopped. Right. It's absolutely stopped. Mm. People realise now, you know, they, they don't they don't have the, the distractions in the office. They can't blame someone else for distracting them or yeah. giving them what to do. Yeah. People very much sort of self sufficient now, um, yes. so yes, it, it's kind of taken all of that away, <laughs> um, which is amazing because I mean, it means we're less stressed, we have a lot more energy. Um, you know, yep. when we're sitting on our meeting meetings in the morning, we're more upbeat and energetic because we haven't got you know, potentially, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah trying to counterbalance negative energy in itself is really really draining but we yeah. just don't have any of that anymore what else is uh it doesn't happen anymore sorry <laughs> every time you get to say something i jump in apologies um we since not having an office the the, the sickness record of people is it's been much 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 improved um i don't i, I don't know, i'm not so i'm not saying we're pushing people to to work when they're at home and they're sick we also no. be the first people to say no. you're real yeah go back to bed, log off. Um, but I think maybe in the olden days, if you were just feeling a bit groggy, you wouldn't want to go into work. So that was a day. Yeah. But that, that, so that's definitely something that if you're looking at the, just the data, mm. of sick, of, I don't know, percentage plummet is a really good word. It's a huge difference. And and I guess, I mean, and, and I appreciate this is not going to be everybody in the team. And, you know, it, it sounds like there are a number of people in the team, though, who, you know, have had more time to, you know, spend on health and fitness or start, you know, doing things that perhaps they wouldn't previously have had time to do. I mean, training for a half marathon, having done one myself, I know that that can take time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you know, it hopefully it sounds like there's a, a healthier a healthier physically and mentally, um, you know, team. You know, as you're a coach, you understand that they go hand in hand. If, if yeah. your life isn't working very well, it has a knock-on effect. Absolutely. If you can take care yeah. of yourself and you put your own health first, yeah. actually that means that you can start to look after your family and your relationships and your work and, and so on. And it has a, a huge impact yeah. on your whole life. Yeah. And so thinking, thinking forwards then, um, uh, as 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 Rod continues to expand, are there any other considerations um, of you know things that perhaps you might need to put in place, or you know to to, to continue that that growth trajectory that you that you're on? Um, mm -hmm. or is it just a case of you just keep learning and, and evolving? I think we're gonna one of the things we're going to be doing next year. Um, is, is setting up a bit more of a hierarchy in the business. We used to have, as you well know, but you know, a sales manager and then some some younger people reporting into that person. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's it's gone flat in terms of the structure at the moment. I think right. when, when COVID kicked in, Teresa and I jumped straight back in as sort of hands on doing everything, doing everything we yeah. do, you know, which is which, yeah. um, which for me isn't a lot, but for Teresa is most of the things. But we. Um, Paul came back as a as a sort of a non-billing manager to being a biller, um, mm -hmm. and everyone else is a biller basically. So it's kind of we're going to get to a point where we need to start uh, promoting leaders, yeah, right, and, and and probably you can't do a Zoom call in the morning with twenty little faces on there. It's it, it, no. it's yeah. um, it's hard enough. I think we've reached the limit of ten. Um, right. You know, even doing this now, we're talking over each other all the time. You, you've got 10, 10 people, one of whom is Shalina. You can't get a word in, so it's. Um, we got to split. We got to split it out a little bit. I think. That's, yeah. That'll be interesting. Rebuild that hat. That's that structure. Yeah. Yes. Organizational structure. Because you don't sort of have the luxury of being able to walk through the office and touch base and catch up with people. Yeah. Whereas this way, I think in in smaller kind of like little teams, it yeah. makes it a lot more, more manageable. So I think that's yeah, definitely a, a focus is how to kind of yeah. structure the company properly. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we're fortunate the space we work in is you know, again, you know, you do coaching is you find somebody who does it incredibly well, and you model, you know, yeah. you model your business around what what works really well, yeah. um, and I think the the onboarding as well is something that we'll have to. Um, you know, 
it's got better each time we've taken someone on. But I, I do feel sorry for Nick because he was literally the first guinea pig for <laughs> onboarding remotely. Um, but we did sort of make sure it was like it's, it's a two way conversation. If we're not doing something, it's not working. You need to to kind of tell us so that we can adjust that's, it. That's a new stress, isn't it? I think um, <laughs> give a shout out to Natalie here as well, because she was our second person we took on in remotely, if you like, and the PC um and all the equipment uh, all the equipment that was supposed to get to her went on went on a round the world trip before it got to her oh, um, no. between Teresa and Natalie they were sort of trying to figure out where it was it's quite yeah. stressful because like oh, especially starting in a couple of days yeah, so. of the UK I was quite jealous because no one else could travel but this PC went everywhere yeah. oh my god that was stressful <laughs> it wasn't so bad with Nick but that one was it but it's just all the little things that you don't you know you don't you don't realize no no, no. so find yeah. a trustworthy you know um company that can deliver your, your equipment to employees that's number one on the list yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you, know, you, you want them to feel valued you don't want people starting on the first day and it's like they don't even have an email they can't do no. anything so yeah um I, you know you try to get the stuff sent out in plenty of time but yeah that was unbelievable yeah. <laughs> yeah, and i think i i, I sense it, funnily enough denise and i were just talking about this literally a couple of nights ago um sort of you know, doing a bit of christmas online shopping that that the logistic sort of side of things um seems to have calmed down after the the panic in september when we weren't going to have a christmas because of logistics yeah. the, the logistics supply chain the delivery seems to have um, got a little bit more organized but yes I, I guess it's like it's the equivalent isn't it of you wouldn't want an employee walking into an, an office on the first day not having a desk a chair a PC exactly. you just wouldn't want that would you and, and it's this it's the same it's just remote yeah, exactly and it, it's a little bit out of your control to certain yeah. extent because you you know you you give it to this delivery person expecting it to arrive and it's like well, where is it <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, but yeah. It was it was yeah. a great bonding because you know we got to know one another really well in the in the <laughs> in the lead up tracking the PC <laughs> journey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, I mean, we've talked a lot about about the team, about resource on demand. You know, how about yourselves? I mean, what what are your favourite bits of this move that you've made to to live in the lakes? Well, I, I can't um, see them. Minute, I was going to look. Well, at the, it's a bit misty. Yes, yeah, so um, the mist has come up. Um, well, number one is just it's being able to enjoy something whilst we're young enough because we always thought it would be a bit of a retirement plan. So yeah. the fact that we are living here at this stage of our life is just an absolute blessing. Um, yeah. I think the it has changed our outlook. We've gone from being complete and utter workaholics to having a much better work-life balance than we've ever had. Yeah. Um, and being a little bit more hands-off, um, I don't know, it, it's given us more freedoms with the business to actually be more creative because we're not just driven by a like, geographical location or by an office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we don't feel guilty now if we... I don't know, take a couple of hours off in the morning because we know we're at our most creative when we're out walking. That's always been the case for us. And I get other mm. people have different outlets for creativity. <laughs> yeah. But we, and we come up with our best plans of action when we're going off for a long stroll. Um, yeah. We can actually do it during the working day and it becomes part of our work rather than yeah. to sort of separate time out. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's been an absolute blessing. We're, we're paddleboarders now. Yeah. We're, we're Mind you, isn't everybody locked down? Seems like it. Um, is it DJ in the family as well? I wouldn't say, yeah, it's not a DJ, is it? I just press buttons and say some stuff. Yeah, but volunteering. Well, that was a vol that, that was because of volunteering because you, you, I mean, well, you've done it, haven't you? You move so far away from everything you've ever known. Yeah. You've got to try and put yourself out there, otherwise, especially if you work from home, because you're not going to get to meet co-workers. So you work from home in a place you've never you don't know anybody. Yeah. One of our even though we're busy and we're workaholics, one of our plans was to get out there and do some sort of volunteering, whatever it is you can do in the Lake Street. And I just happened to search for volunteering opportunities and noticed that there's a radio station looking for presenters. That was, you know, I was, I was, I was picturing myself probably doing litter picking or something. I didn't expect it to be, 
that so yeah that's the voice been... of broadcast you know it's a natural progression really. well, it's an extension isn't it absolutely it's also your fault isn't it so that you know it's, it's <laughs> come back to you um so yeah that's, that's been good but i think the things like the fell walk in we always like to do long walks as you know with our the challenges we've done over the years um yeah. so now living in 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 the middle of it um it's nice to go when the weather's nice we've got we used to do a bit of open water swimming as well now yeah these things that i used to think other people did other yeah. people I didn't really like, if I'm honest. But now, now <laughs> that's what we do. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's great. Yeah, but it's it's uh, living in the middle of a tourist area when the sun is shining. It is so tempting to log off and go outside. Um, it so is. That is definitely something that we yeah. are working on. We have to get yeah. some discipline occasionally. So. Uh, true. true. People want to stay. People want to come and stay with you. So that was difficult. Um, yeah. The minute. Actually, lockdown, lockdown okay. once or stopped, and people were allowed to come and see you. You'd gone from a year of just the two of us, nice and quiet, and isn't this nice that the, the floodgates are open and everyone, everyone's on holiday when you're trying to work? So that's yep. a challenge as well. Um, that, yeah, I can relate to that one. Nice one to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, especially in the house. Yeah, of course, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People just wandering in when you're on a Zoom call, and it's like you're trying to shoo them out the room. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so where can people find out more about resource on demand there are so many channels thanks to our marketing team uh, <laughs> they've made sure that we've got something everywhere um i mean we've if people want to find out about what we offer as a service i mean certainly you've got the website there's twitter we've got uh instagram page um we've got linkedin pages of course just giving with the we're planting trees now for every placement that we make not not literally we haven't gone outside yeah. but some, someone's planting trees yeah, we're but, offsetting our carbon yes. and we every placement we make we will now plant trees yeah. um to kind of help combat climate change um we also, you know, do offer careers coaching and stuff like that. But again, all of these things can be found on yeah. social media platforms. We're all over them. And yeah. if people are thinking about, you know, recruiters maybe thinking about a change in lifestyle, then we've got, you know, an amazing work for working with us and page on our website as well. Yeah. So they can find that's out the podcast that's out there from wherever you get your podcasts. There's, podcast, yeah. there's not hundreds of them, but they're they're basically people who are in my mind, absolute legends in this space, as in Salesforce. So rather than have a recruiter tell you what you shouldn't shouldn't do for your next move or whether you should take their counter offer or not, listen to people in the industry that have been around a bit. Absolutely, yeah. And there's more of them to come, I think. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Mm. Um, is there anything that perhaps I, I haven't asked you that you think it would be great for you know people to know about um, you know? what makes remote working a success or how you've made it a success um or anything else that you'd just like to share just to just as we draw to a close yeah i mean mm. the, the only thing i would probably say is about keeping an open mind uh, so as a business owner um, yeah. i know that you know people are tied into leases and stuff like that but it's it's seeing opportunity and keeping an open mind to that because i think mm. we all get stuck in our in our habits because we're just you know, habits and um, creatures by ha sorry, creatures of habits. Creatures of habits. So you know, we, we just naturally fall into to patterns, and I think just being yeah. able to keep an open mind and whatever opportunity comes along, just look for the opportunity in it. Um, so I think that's I think that's probably the biggest thing because you know, whilst we stupidly had all of the systems in place to be able to work remotely it was only when push come to shove that made that happen but actually we've yeah. fully embraced it we've taken it with both hands and tried to run with it so um it's just you know having that ability to be a bit open-minded i think also yeah. when you're working from home there's a fine line between feeling guilty if you put the washing on or you know do something that you might consider to be oh like this is a chore i should be doing in the evening or the weekend or something you know, give yourself a break and and when you're planning your day um i know recruitment this is impossible to plan your day usually but try and plan in something for you something like that walk at lunchtime or going that coffee shop i mean we are i i am a coffee addict so i make sure we walk out every day to one of the many hundreds of lovely coffee shops we can get to um and i get grumpy if we don't do it because so i i have to feel like i'm just get out get out have a little mooch yeah. around <clears throat> get a coffee come back yeah otherwise because you're working from home so there is you know we said it earlier on it's data over drama yeah 
people might be thinking i've got a show that i'm working and the only way to show i'm working is is um you know an output um mm. don't don't feel guilty for blocking in an hour or maybe even more if you've got flexi time to go and yeah. have a walk um yeah. clear your head go to the gym watch your kid do something at school you know whatever it is yeah that would be my tip um yeah. it's a balance between mooching off and yeah and, 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 and being able to create a boundary <clears throat> between work and home as well because you yes. are at home it's so important not to let work spill over um yeah. don't be frightened to switch off the mobile phone when you're finished at the end of the day you don't have to be reading emails or taking phone calls yeah. outside of the hours that you know you want to work so yeah. don't be frightened of switching off those devices put them aside um mm. we, we have um one mobile phone but we give a separate mobile phone to our employees purposely so that we know that they can switch off at the end of the day yeah got to create a boundary you can't let the two I suppose that's communication isn't it we, so we've had this with some clients and that you know where they're almost expecting their employees because they're working from home to be accessible all the time but maybe yeah. some, something that anyone's looking to move jobs ask up front what are the boundaries you know mm. You email me, Mr. Boss, at 10.30, you expected a response. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because you're working at 10.30, it doesn't mean everyone else has to be, because bosses yeah. probably will be working at 10.30. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and we flex yeah. it out. People might be working at different times anyway. So well, but, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Communication, I suppose, isn't it? Which is what we try to do as well as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, well... You shared some fabulous, um, really helpful um, insights from your own journey. Um, you know, it's it. We we love working with you, as as you know, and um, it, it's really, it's been a real pleasure over the last year. I think to sort of see how things have been evolving as you moved up here, um, and it's almost like you know the next the next phase of, of resource on demand in in a completely new light, isn't it? So, thank yes. you for sharing your story with us. Um, Thanks for having us. Thank you for your time. It's it's been super talking to you both. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for very much. Done. Yeah, thanks for your help. <laughs> You're very welcome. Take care. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your, uh, with your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are and we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.